Good evening, and welcome to Mile High Podcast. As always, we're your hosts tonight. We'll be telling you tales of drugs, pop culture, and using the word fuck a lot. Now remember, marijuana can be dangerous. Don't hurt yourself or your loved ones. But subscribe. So, can you put like a. Can I put the vacuum cleaner away? I didn't realize it was still out of sight. Can put the vacuum cleaner away? <laughs> In the control room. Where it belongs. Don't want our company to know I vacuumed. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, why do you think I, anybody would care if they didn't get vacuum? <laughs> I was just kidding. My parents do that though. Like, I'm coming over. I will live there for fucking, you know. Good twenty years of my life, mm-hmm. and I've been going there for the last twenty. But if I come over to watch the Bronco game, they're like fucking cleaning bathrooms and vacuuming shit. Like, who the fuck cares? I don't care. There's little pee stains on your toilet, or the vac the floor's not vacuumed. It's like, what the fuck do you care? I I don't care. It's funny. All right, welcome <laughs> to the Mile High Podcast. This is episode. Eight. 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 I remembered it this time. Yeah, I, I, I didn't prep it before I started saying it. I just started saying it. Uh, I am I am James Thomas. With me, as always, is Dave. Hello. Hello, Dave. <laughs> I can't and come up with anything more creative than that. I, I, I think hello's a good way to start. <laughs> <laughs> and on my, other, on my left is Nancy. Nancy. Goodbye. Good, oh, I just thought I'd try to <laughs> You went for something slightly different on that. Um... It is October 11th. I know some things about today because I have a Facebook. Today is National Coming Out Day. So, right. hooray! Yeah, congratulations. You know, we're we're all allies here, so, you know, awesome. You know, we're all supportive of anybody who decides to come out today and to those who have come out. You know, it takes a lot of guts. Um, but I think we've our society's finally turned to the better. And, uh, you know, we're much more accepting than we were when we were a little bit younger. That was deep, Dave. Yeah. That was the. I was just making an observation. You went deep with it. Good for you. Uh, well, it's because we already started smoking before the show. If you haven't seen our Facebook Live video, we actually <laughs> smoked before the show, so I'm a little bit more introspective to start See, out. See, and that's that's what I was thinking. I was like, we do these shows all the time, and we smoke at the very beginning of the show. So it takes a minute to flow. So let's try the early smoke, and let's see how that plays out. Um, how early did you start prepping for the show? Uh, like 16. I was like 16, so maybe 15. I've been present for this my whole life. Um, so uh, what we're going to do is we, we got a hodgepodge of a show. Dave gave, Dave gave me a list. I have my list. It's over here. And I gave him free reign to do what he wanted to with the list. We're finding our compromise, our he, relationship he here. He makes the list, and I choose how I'm going to respond to said list uh, live on the air where he has no option. David Dave does it the fair way, and I'm like, nope, we're live. What are we going to do? Um, so one of the things that we're going to start off with is we're, we're going to do some, like, science news. Because I know that, like, my buddy Dave here is, uh, is kind of a science nerd. He likes his science and everything. So, Dave, you wrote things down on this list that I did not know. So tell me, teach yeah. me, let me know what you know about this science. All right, so first I want to plug myself. Uh, I'm a huge science nerd. Um, so much so that I've created a, a Facebook page called Learn Me Science. So, and I had a podcast that went along with Learn Me Science. And for our Patreon customers, I'm going to resurrect that podcast. Um, I'm a huge science person, but I, and sometimes I think science is a little too stuffy. So I try to put a little bit 
funnier spin on it. Um, but when I see science in the news, uh, it's, I get really excited. Like, um, an uncomfortable amount of excitement <laughs> when it comes to watching or seeing these science shows. Um, That's also deep. <laughs> Slightly weirder, but also deep. So science well, I say mostly weird than deep. <laughs> uh, so, um, a research team from uh, the Carnegie Mellon Institute has uh, come out with their findings that they have actually located an additional 20 new moons that are circling Saturn. And that gives them a total of 82 moons. I've got to be honest, when I read that, I was like, huh, I didn't even know they had 62 moons. So the addition of the other 20, the, the aspect of the 62 moons amazed me. I think all of the gas giants have a lot of moons, right? Because they're so much bigger. Yeah. And, I just they know do. and Saturn will typically have more because their bands are made out of rock and ice. <laughs> and so a lot of times these rocks will <clears throat> uh, hit together and over the span of time, the gravity will turn them around and they'll officially become a moon. So it stands to reason that they would have more moons than Jeb, uh, Saturn. What's fucking Jupiter? The more pre smoking before science. Pre smoking's the best. Yeah. Idea. Oh, this was yeah. a good idea. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. And so um, that leads me to story number two that came out. Saturn's having a huge fucking week. Uh, you know, they've been around for like, you know, five billion years, but today, this week is a big week for Saturn. It's like Star of the Week. Did you have that as a kid at school? Like every, or Star of the Week? No, week? I never heard Star of the Week. Oh. We did. I, I wasn't that type of school. Well, I'm liberal California raising, maybe that's the problem, but we had Star of the, I don't know, like every week or month, a kid, it doesn't matter. It's Saturn Star of the Week. Go yeah, ahead. So, yeah, that's not... That's not yeah, to did. stomp over Saturn's week here. We gotta. You had the, you, but we did have the citizen of the month. We were citizens of the month because we went to the same school. And I know, and I have my citizen of the month sitting right out there. I could bring you my fourth grade or fifth grade citizen of the month <laughs> sitting right out there. So continue. It's Saturn's Saturn. Is Saturn's citizen. having a big week, all right? Yeah, yeah, and so, um, of course, Saturn. Uh, yeah. Well, there is really. Uh, pretty good chances that their life exists within our solar system. Sure. Um, how do you define life? Some people define life as single-celled organisms. Some people define life as consciousness. Um, but in order for any kind of life to exist, you need to have certain type of molecules come together that make other molecules that eventually lead to life. Right. Well, okay. circling Saturn is a moon that has... More water and ice than all the oceans on Earth put together. It's called Enceladus. And it's my favorite moon or any kind of body in the solar system. Enceladus is the one. Um, if, you get, if you go and Google Enceladus, there's this beautiful picture of this cracked rock of ice. And underneath is an immense ocean that is very similar to Earth oceans where there's thermal heating from the bottom. Because Saturn flexes the, the moon and it heats from the inside. So... There's a stands that be a really good chance that life exists in the, this ocean. Isn't so a, is it, it, it? Go ahead. I think we're going to ask the same thing. Go ahead. Is it? Well, okay. This sounds dumb. Is it water? Yeah. It is water. It's. Uh, is it, it is vapor? actually no. It is actually water, and scientists have confirmed that over time and time again. But that's not the exciting news. The exciting news is that NASA put a satellite that went through. So Saturn's moon Enceladus actually has water volcanoes that explode when the the moon flexes it shoots water into the air and so nasa flew a satellite through that plume of water and they got back the um, chemical compounds 
that are required for life. That's cool. So you have, in, here on Earth, all life started from these particular compounds, and they found the same exact compounds on the oceans of Saturn. Mm. Yeah. That's neat. Do so, they know if it's salt water or not? I mean, uh, that, they, they I know don't, if it's I'm not really sure. Quality. I'm sure they could tell, um, but I'm not sure if they consider um, salinity into their... I don't know if it's it would matter, water. but I was just wondering, honestly, because like, if it's fresh water, you know, then there's, we run the risk of it? taking it, quite honestly. Did anybody drink some of it? No, but... No, NASA, nobody went there yet. No, or but they, they got by... They got by I don't think so. I, no, I no, think oh, it's no, because done the, it on through, the satellite. And then it satellite. It yeah. with the instruments, and it sends the... the it wasn't like an Uber Eats for space. <laughs> gotcha. But my thought is, if they find out it's fresh water, you know, they talk about water, what if we try to take it? Do we impact whether or not life occurs on Saturn in the future. Yeah, well, that's, uh, I think what you're saying is like, uh, was what uh, debate's going on with NASA and Mars right now is we brought organisms to Mars. And so if we find life on Mars, is it something that we brought with it or is it an actual Mars? Natural occurrence yeah. type. So, yeah. But because but we're an organic part of this universe isn't us bringing it there also a natural occurrence yeah, in say, some would ways it, would it really matter at that point would like if what you've proven is that this life form whether or not we helped or this ability to live on mars whether or not our bringing outside influences in uh made it happen we prove that they exist in that you know that we, that it's possible of doing that and it is a completely unique life form or that would live on Mars at that point. So I guess it wouldn't matter if we affected the <coughs> experiment. And what's interesting about that thought is there's a popular theory that's going around that's saying that um, life on Earth was seeded by the remnants of other planets. Mm-hmm. Um, there are supernovas going off all the time, and they're obliterating anything their uh, way. And planets tend to be in their way, and they get blown out uh, with a lot of force. And we could very well have received remnants of these destroyed worlds that helped plant the seeds of life in our oceans. Hmm. Uh, we definitely know that all Earth or all life on Earth started in the oceans um, and eventually grew their way out. And there were times where the whole world was ocean. It was like water world. So, it, you know, it very well Pangea. could be. Pangea. Pangea was the Yeah, it was the, it was the most recent supercontinent. And uh, the continents are eventually going to come back together. Uh, I know there's a name, but I'm too fucking stoned and too lazy to look it up. So, in one of my favorite movies, when I was growing up, Dr. Doolittle, the end of that movie, part of the end of that movie has Dr. Doolittle having a, I want to say a giant snail or some, or no, he has a bunch of whales push an island that broke off of Africa like hundreds of years ago back to the point of Africa where it connects. But the great thing about it, because it's, an, cause it's <coughs> like an early 60s movie area, the great thing about it is like the way they did it is that like the trees themselves were like sliced in half, yet they still grew. So like it was like a puzzle. It literally, they were like, it's just one giant puzzle piece. When giant land masses break off they break off evenly the trees split in half and then you can push it back together so that's what happens at the end of that movie and then he flies away on a moon moth all right so so that's super stone and i've never seen that movie uh, so that was that was interesting yeah when you said dr doolittle i thought you were going to talk about eddie murphy somehow eddie murphy related but i should have known better but i love that because the eddie murphy saying his name 
has allowed me to segue <laughs> into the Jungle Cruise. Line. The Jungle Cruise. Line. Now, that is okay. Okay. Existed until is about forty-five it? minutes ago. Well, okay, so no, no. The Rock. <laughs> it <laughs> is a segue of that. Eddie Murphy was in the Haunted Mansion movie, and then they did the Pirates of the Caribbean movie, and this is a Jungle Cruise movie. So, and they're all Disney rides. So that's my segue. It's a really deep, long segue, but it's a segue. But I, before we do this, because I, I want to talk about it. That was we, not about, a segue if you changed it. Yeah. <laughs> it was totally a segue. No, but it's a segue. You this shouldn't was, smoke before this is an inter- No, this segue. <laughs> you should. He's cut off. Yeah. This, this segue is the interior of the other segue. Okay. Because we're also going to do something that we've never done on this show before. And we are going to call a former Jungle Cruise skipper to talk to us about this. Now, I'm going to tell you guys both right now. When we call Mike Santori, I guarantee you there is at least a 60% chance that he has not even watched the trailer, and he's literally... <laughs> we're going to have to hang up on him, do another segment, and call back after he watches No, he gets one chance. No, we... Uh, it'll, and <laughs> I, I said there was like a 75 to 8% chance he doesn't pick up the phone at all. That That's a good possibility. <laughs> so, we're going to call Mike Santori. We're going to do it on a phone. We're, we're, we're early and unprofessional on some of this stuff, but we're getting it. Um, so there, we're gonna you and I and Nancy. We're gonna like continue this. Yeah, we're gonna continue this conversation. Um, so there's another moon in our solar system that is also a really good uh, candidate for life, and it's a moon called Europa, which circles yeah. Jupiter. Uh, that also has a cell, an ocean underneath, and big cracks of ice. Um, yeah, so we have some pretty good chances for life here. Wow. That'd be cool. Oh my God! He picked up. Ah, uh-huh. you beat the you beat the first odds, Michael Santori. What's up? What is up? You you are on. You're we're really you're on, so you're on the Mile High podcast. Um, well, thanks for thanks for uh, showing up. Uh, yeah, so we're doing this in a weird way. You're coming across on the phone into a microphone. So just for the record, you may sound like shit when you re-listen to this. So, uh, that's, that, that, that's the way I want to sound. I'm going to sound like shit. Thank you very much. <laughs> I appreciate that. No, not a problem, Mike. You know, we're friends, Mike. It's it's what friends do for each other. So so you're here with Nancy. You're here with you're here with Dave, and we are talking about. The Jungle Cruise movie trailer, and we're going to talk a little bit about the Jungle Cruise. Do a kind of quick interview with you, Mike Santori. First thing I need to know: Have you seen the Jungle Cruise movie trailer? Yes, I have. Ah, it's two for two. Yeah, man, I did. I, 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 I gotta admit, I called you out, and I was like, "There's at least a sixty percent chance that Mike Santori hasn't even watched the trailer." So, um, so welcome to our show. Mike, what did we're, we're all going to just kind of discuss what did you think, to start off with you, what did you think Do of the Do people know that you were a tour person on the Jungle Cruise? I, I probably have said I say it. I'll, I you say might it. want to say it again because people are like, these guys are really excited about this Jungle Cruise. I, <laughs> I have no idea why. I, I, yes, me and Mike Santori, the guy who sounds like shit, yeah, we're both Jungle Cruise skippers at Walt Disney World, the Magic Kingdom in the early 2000s. It was a really good time. Um, I say it a lot, like probably more than I should. I like tell people on the bus. I'm like, I was a Jungle Cruise. Do you do that, Mike? Do you tell people a whole lot that you used to do the Jungle Cruise? Uh, 
Yeah, because that was one of the highlights of my journey, was being a Joe Cruz Skipper. Yeah. Everyone I've talked to has Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's I, I think I think Nancy was saying that uh it, everybody who's worked in the Jungle Cruise does that. Hey Mike, are you on speakerphone on your end? Oh, you use okay. Oh, good. All right. We, we, we're just we're learning. This is a different audio thing. Mike has also hosted. Dave, Mike, and I have all hosted shows on uh, on a different blog radio years ago, and so we can plug it if you want. You know, it's Blog Talk Radio. It's a really it's it's Blog Talk Radio. It's uh, the greatest talk show, and it's that's all at TGTS Network, which is there's a lot of good audio out there. For that, so you should go in and listen to that. It, it's, I guess, it's coming back, Mike. You're supposed to have a show on it again, but we're 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 trying a new audio thing over the phone. It's weird. So, what did you think of the trailer, Mike? What did you think of? Well, the... two years ago, when I heard about making a Jungle Cruise movie and you know Dwayne Johnson, The Rock was going to be in, and I already like was you know kind of skeptical and kind of like nervous about it because I you know, I'm going to send a lot of people, but I find a man of cheesy. Yeah, really, really. That's interesting. I, you know what? Um, I'm, I'm very surprised to hear you say that. I, I think everybody's just psyched of it because we were Jungle Cruise skippers. Uh, the audio is getting weird, so we are gonna wrap this up pretty quick. I am gonna ask you one other question, and I'll, I'll contact you later <laughs> off the air. You are no well, longer interested. Yeah, you're no longer allowed to go to the trip to Florida to watch the movie. Yeah, that's the question, Santori. If uh, if everybody does uh, go down to Florida, if all the uh, 2K skippers go down to Florida to watch the premiere, are you going to Florida when it opens? Well, you can't you can't go to Florida and then not go to. Yeah. I'm not, not going to go see the movie. That literally. I love the backside of water joke. Backside of water, it was over for me because I know that'd be the only joke that's going to be in the movie that was actually in the field that we used to do, and that was like that was one of my favorite lines to ever do in that field was, "Hey, look what's coming! You better get the cameras out, and they all got the cameras out, and all of a sudden, you know, here's a sight you'll never see: the backside of water." And all you do is take a picture of this backside of water waterfall. It is a great joke. Like inside joke for me and all the joker skippers. And of course, the rock ruined it. And so that's why I got turned off. Well, there you go. I am predicting a sequel to this movie. Well, it's Disney. Disney only makes sequels, Santori. It's Disney. They only. It's going to be. Just like I've done that. Are they going to do Jungle Cruise 2 with Kevin Hart? Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, The Rock, because they seem to be doing a lot of movies together. <laughs> Yeah, man. Disney, Disney will always make a Disney always will make a uh, sequel. All right, Mike. Well, hey, we're gonna let you go. But one, one last question, man. Have you, uh, have you seen Larry Tinkle? Uh, no, but I think he's around. He's around. I haven't, I haven't seen him, and I'm not looking forward to seeing him. Yeah. I hope I don't see him. I really don't like that guy. <laughs> you definitely have to be. So. Mike Santori, it is a pleasure to have you on the show. I can't wait till you come out here and we're doing this show uh, together. Yeah, you probably sound a yeah. hell of a lot better when you come and actually do it in person because I don't know if any of that turned out. But we appreciate your time, buddy. Yeah. I can't wait to see you when you come out. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I'm probably going to do the answer if you want to do it. Yeah, it would have been a much longer interview, but you made that choice. So we'll talk to you later, Santori. <laughs> Alright, so, so that could have been magic or that could have been bullshit. And yeah. We, we'll never, but we're taking chances. That's one thing that I love about this podcast. It's like, want to try this? Yeah, sure. Why not try the, why the fuck not? Let's yeah. try it. It could have been, and the weird thing though is I think this microphone was on mute the whole time. <laughs> so we're all picking a lot of that oh, up on no. our, one So it's just going to be my random laughs. Because yeah, it's closer we'll to me. We'll find out. It'll be interesting. Well, it's but. funny that he said the thing about the backside of water because that's actually, it was my favorite and least favorite part of the trailer for kind of a similar reason. I don't have an emotional attachment to being a Jungle Crew skipper, but, you know, that is, a it's a famous joke if you know anything about Disney parks. And so I was wondering if they were going to be able to incorporate it, and I was excited to see that they were, but I was disappointed that they showed it in the trailer because now I'm not left excited about wondering through the movie and then getting the satisfaction of seeing it, you know? Right. So I had a similar feeling, but I'm definitely going to watch it. I will. Oh, Dave? Well, I, I think you kind of forced to watch it because it'd be like because you have to go with him anyway. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, that was a good. It's good that you're actually excited to see it because you're going to see it anyway. So might that's as well. why I'm excited. Yeah. It's, it's it's a little bit of a I don't know that ah, I can't think of the name stoned. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, that syndrome where people Stockholm. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, so, once, once you spend time around jungle skippers, it's it's just who we are. We're very weird. Um, <laughs> my one thing. Wives. I would say is I felt like in the very beginning Emily Blunt dropping around out of that the the first twenty seconds of that movie uh, were pirates. It's but it's pirates. Disney. It's Disney. It's a good formula. You know it's going to work out. So Emily Blunt and The Rock will share kind of I think the Johnny Depp role of Captain Jack Sparrow. In, in their actions and everything. No, think about her. That first scene of the trailer, those first 20 seconds when she's fighting people in a room and she drops off of a ladder and falls on top of a bus, that's Jack Sparrow all the way, isn't it? That's just the Captain Jack formula. I'm not making yeah. a face because I sure. disagree with you. I'm making a face because I disagree. I'm, I'm feeling like you're right. She did... Or her role is clearly like a female Jack Sparrow, and that's okay. But like she also did the Mary Poppins thing, and you know sometimes Disney has these recurring actresses who play these matriarchal roles, and she's not a Julie Andrews. I like Emily Blunt; she was cute in The Devil Wears Prada, you know. But like she's not a Julie Andrews. She literally was Mary Poppins. I understand that, and she didn't. I don't think she is. Up to Julie Andrews as far as <coughs> true, but she's quality. really good. So she's we don't have really a Julie Andrews, and that's the thing. Is like we don't have mm-hmm. a Julie Andrews. I and so can't she's think of one right now, but I will come up with no. some better options. Okay. 
next week. It's on my list. <laughs> All right, we're going to put it down. Uh, we're going to make a bullet point. We Julie are. Andrews replacements, episode nine. We are Who's the be- new Julie Andrews? <laughs> my mom will call in, and she'll fucking, she'll go with all those singers. See? She'll probably say my cousin first of all and foremost. Oh, that's oh, cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, well, we should talk about your cousin. We should play your cousin's music. Yeah, I have to ask her. I'm sure yeah, you got to get permission. Yeah, I got to. Because... You know, she it. you know has recorded music and it's available on Spotify and stuff. And so I don't want to um, just come out with asking for free shit. Um, <laughs> but if she gives us some love, then I will definitely play her stuff. I know she has a concert. She's got booked for a concert. <laughs> uh, I believe at the Marquee Theater, um, opening for in a record release party. I sound really terrible. I should know better. Um, but I'll have all the details on my post to the page. Um, but yeah, my cousin Amanda Hawkins. She's Pretty fucking amazing singer. So nice. Cool. Look her up. Yeah. Even if Look we can't her, yeah, play even her, we can play her on here. Um, so something interesting did happen because we are going to play with these things called uh, speech jammers. Speech jammers. But the interesting thing about that is that uh, Nancy and I both have iPhones, so we couldn't so, download the same. Oh, that's so funny. So we downloaded. Whatever their top one was, <laughs> so it, it we could sound really weird. So the whole point of the speech jammer, uh, you know, I'm a, a student of podcasts, and I will absolutely steal from other podcasts. Um, and uh, the speech jammer idea was used by Good Mythical Morning, and what it does is it delays your speech by just a fraction of a second. But in that fraction of a second. Um, you get it trips up your voice, and so when people are asking you questions, that's fine. But when you try to respond, you're jammed up. So hence the name speech jammer. The interesting thing about that is theoretically, if we all have it going on, all of our voices are just jammed. So yours will sound as different to me as other things. So we're gonna do. So, yeah, this is a. I think this is gonna be funny. This, I think this, this will be good. I think the. the on your other podcast, did all all the people want to do it at the same time? No, they did it one at a time. So what yeah. I was thinking was like, you ask uh, Nancy how her week was and what she watched, and then she'll kick it over to me, and then we each take turns doing it, because that would be super annoying if we're all doing the speech. Okay. We'll sound like it. a barrel of drugs. <coughs> I like it. Okay, and then, well, and the, yeah. Okay, we'll guide the, I, I get where we're going. Nancy, are you prepared with your uh, speech jammer? It is on. Okay. Wait, it's not very delayed. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think it's delayed perfectly. <laughs> you can. I think you can adjust yeah. it. Yeah. It's all something new. So we're all learning. Um, but yeah. So Nancy, what did you watch this week? This week, I watched Flash. The Flash. Okay. For the first time in a long time. I'm getting a weird... Well, obviously, yeah. I'm getting... <laughs> it's working. Your app is working the way it's supposed to. Is there a new season of Flash? Yeah, just started. Yeah. And I I watch it, I don't know, intermittently. Like, a couple episodes every season. Because I like that universe, but I don't like that series. I don't like the Flash himself, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to say that. It is complicated. It. Yeah. <laughs> you said, well, what would you watch? I, I also watched The Flash. It was good. I thought it was a good opening to a season. Nope. Did you watch anything else interesting? Um, I watched Survivor. Uh, Does anybody Survivor. else watch Survivor? No, I gave up a long time ago. I watched Survivor. Uh, I can't, I'm so shocked that it's still on. And it's really fucking popular still. Yeah. People love Survivor. They love the hell out of Survivor. Um, yeah. All right. Happening? So is there something like somebody from a previous season on 
Survivor? Like Boston Rob, wasn't it? They are doing a... Oh, this is going to be a tough one. <laughs> okay. They are doing an idol theme, but it's not hidden idols. Well, it's both. But it's also idols of the show. So they brought back Boston Rob and my favorite player, Sandra. Thank you. <laughs> and she's, they are both on another island. And if you get sent to this island, they're going to give you advice or some kind of tip on how to survive on the island. Like they showed one person how to make fire. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you're doing a good job. I'm impressed yeah. by the job you're doing. And I, I feel I have it more than halfway up on delay. I don't know what that means. So I think you're doing a great job. Thank you. I'm just blocking it out. Yeah, so I'm talking without a, thinking, and then I'm like, wait. That's an amazing focus. Okay. I think we made Nancy do it uh, all uh, out. A lot, so Nancy, you can come back to normal life. All right, thank you. Um, I think we should. Uh, you know what we'll probably do? Because right, I just thought of it. Later on the Facebook page, we're gonna let you vote after you listen to this and tell us who you think maintained the best on the voice blocker and who <laughs> you think sounds the weird. We'll, we'll, we'll do something fun like that. Um, so. Dave is your voice blocker or bumper or whatever the hell it's called. Voice yeah. it's jammer. It's called the speech blocker. jammer. Speech jammer. Jammer. Speech jammer. It's not your voice. Okay. Um, we're going to ask you what you did, but we're going to talk to Mel still for a second. Mel, I mean, what did you think of it? What do you think Dave Dancing like? mean? Uh, <laughs> the secret is out now. No. Let's just move know. on. Nobody knows anything. Mel, her name's Melanie Wilson. There you go. Nancy Nancy's for short. Wilson. Let's go on. Um, so, uh, what do you think of it? What do you think Dave's going through right now? Um, I think, it, well, right now he's still probably hearing it through the mic on his phone. And so even us, we're delayed. So it's going to be like a Oh, news. we're delayed too? Yeah. He's super delayed. I, see, I, haven't, I, yeah. remember, I didn't do this last week. Everything either. is delayed. You hear it in real time and delayed on both sides. Oh, strange. Okay, what, do you, what, do you, what did you watch this week, Dave? I, uh, I got a really hard one. So I watched this horror movie called Midsommar. Uh, oh. it's, it's a Swedish uh, horror movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this uh, starts out with a lady who's uh, has an unspeakable tragedy, and she gets convinced to go and watch a uh, summer ritual in Sweden. And when they get there. They ha- have all sorts of crazy traditions, and it's all run by this oracle who is an inbred, who's bred to be an oracle. And everything okay with? And uh, there are all these kids that go there, end up getting murdered one by one. Sorry. Everything okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're good. And, and that movie's hard to explain. I've heard when I'm sober and when I'm not swearing this, but that I, it's hard to explain that movie. I have yeah. to admit, my mom and my cousin went to see that movie, and they came back and they broke it down scene by scene because I said I didn't care about spoilers for it, and they really did break it down. And it's a weird story to hear. You can't, and I can't imagine with the echo. No, so it was really good. Uh, it wasn't quite as good as Hereditary. Hereditary. <laughs> and... But I really liked it. It had some good deaths in it. Had a good twist at the end. Uh, but really fucking hard to understand. 
Interesting. Kind of like me. But you did like it. I liked it a lot. Okay. Uh, Nancy, what do you... You have to pay attention the whole movie. Are you going to miss a lot? I think Dave did... Now I'm worried about this because you both... To me, I I hear the pauses, but I make natural pauses in my voice, so I'm I'm concerned that you guys are good at this. And there's one more thing well, I watched. Okay, I promised you I'd watch some Doctor Who. Yes. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. So what, what did okay, you start, start with? with the headphones on, but this might be a headphone off. All right, uh, I started with season two, David Tennant. Okay, and so I watched three or four episodes, and I I thought it was fun. I I think David Tennant's really good. Yeah. yeah, he brought a lot to that part. Yeah, he, and the story—I like the fact that the stories are all different, you know. And you know, one was on one planet, one was on Earth, but in the past, yeah. yeah so yeah, it's it's. it's I would take the shit off. Okay. Yeah, I could tell you did really good. Hey, it was did. just you paused and. Ca- <laughs> That was oh, cool. That's scaring me now. I've never pause, done this. Pause, pause. Hearing what that played back to you? Uh, all right, we're going to keep talking about Doctor Who. All right. I'm going to focus up a little bit, like halfway is what Nancy did. Um, <coughs> while I'm getting mine set up, let's light up Dave's joint. And Dave, let's tell us what you're smoking today. Oh. Yeah. So I am smoking something from Starbucks on Colfax. And their stickers don't have the names of their shit on it. So it said, <laughs> General Strain Sativa Pre-Roll. So that's the official title, official strain. But a lot of that store was kind of ghetto anyway. So I expected that for it. But the weed is fucking banging. So okay. turn your headphones on Bluetooth. Oh, they're not on my Bluetooth? They are uh, not. Stop speech. Damn it. Wow. <laughs> Stop speech jamming. Do you just want to use those? <laughs> All right, how about you? We just talk about what you watched this week. I think. No, I want to talk about what you watched, though. I want to talk about Doctor Who. <laughs> Is it working now? Nancy, give me yours. yours. Okay, so what, did you watch it? Did you start at the beginning? Yep, started it. Well, I started at the beginning Christmas of season invasion? two. Yeah, Christmas Invasion, yeah. Christmas Invasion. Um... Someone where the. Uh, big alien ship uh, where David Tennant shows up for the first time and he comes out and he kicks that guy's ass that uh, here's what I like about that episode it absolutely sets up and you're only a few episodes in but everything he designed he showed of you in the very first 10 minutes of his life of his existence when he started talking (laughs) is exactly who David Tennant's doctor is you know no second chances, shit like that. Yeah. He's just, and the actor himself is very passionate about that role. I really like, he's one of my, I think he is my favorite doctor. Yeah, that's what I've heard. And so I started there, and then he, you know, James said, uh, Christmas Invasion's a good one to start off with. Okay. Yeah, so, I did. I'm, the only uh, reason I would have said Chris Ecclestein, even though he's not my favorite, is where to start, is because it's the beginning of the, like, newer seasons, and so it does set up why... Some of the stuff, like, there's episodes with, like, Rose that aren't going to make, I don't know. It just seems like it wouldn't be as deep. But if you can fill in the blanks enough, that works. How's it going over there? It's going all right. So I'm doing the, uh, it's weird only hearing you and not having heard my voice yet because I have to figure out exactly how my voice is going to sound over this. And it's weird because when you were doing it, Dave, you were really loud, like you were yelling over somebody. (laughs) I don't know what it was. 
<laughs> you were literally yelling over yourself. yourself. Yeah. So now I'm like trying to do the opposite in my head. You sound like you're on NPR right oh, now. Oh, nice. Maybe I should. All things considered. Maybe I should. Up next is Adi Cornish. The show like this. That'd be weird. <laughs> um, so, yeah, those those episodes are good. Like the first, I'm glad you like the first three episodes. I think you should stick with Doctor Who. Um, what I watched this week. Which watch this week? I watched The Good Place. I love The Good oh, Place. Oh, yeah. yeah. so good. That, and it was a good episode. It was. I'm so bummed that this is the last season, but they're doing it right. We've been talking literally since our first episode. Um, yeah. That cut the, se- the, the series short, in that way you don't lose quality. And yep. so far, the season's been really great. Yep. Yeah, no, I thought it's been good, but I'm intrigued on how they are going to wrap this up. You know what I mean? Like, I like the season so far, but the third, like, three episodes into it, you would expect, uh, it's hard hearing myself do that. Um, <laughs> you would, I expect it to be in a slightly different place than it is right now. It's a good continuation of a story, but it's not blowing me away like every other season has blown me away. I'm trying to think of everybody's names so I can tell you because I have predictions. I don't. I believe Eleanor and what's his name, Chidi, will end up together. Chidi was in uh, Midsummer. He did not meet a very good end. Really? I don't think many of the men did, right? No. Yeah. I don't know if we're doing spoilers about that. Oh yeah. By the way, spoilers. (laughs) Well, I feel like there should be a disclaimer on the link even everywhere because we talk about all that. Well. Yeah, we should probably have like fair spoiler warning. Yeah. Yeah. Just know that if you listen to our show, we're going to spoil the fuck out of it. So, yeah. But um, not if it's... I mean, we'll try not to if it's new. How's that? Yeah. So. Try is the operative word. Yeah. That's a good point. Oh, yeah. Doctor Who. We, yeah, there's a lot of them. Yeah. So I just love everything that Michael Schur has been involved with. He's the creator of Good Place, but he's also uh, the creator of Parks and Rec. He also played Moe's in The Office. Um, oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And he's actually combining... Um, Parks and Rec and The Good Place, they're all from the same universe. I like that. He does right. little tie-ins and shit. That's cool. Yeah. <coughs> Leslie Nope cool. could end up in The Good Place. Little Sebastian was in there last night, or last year, last season. Yeah. I didn't catch that. Uh, I didn't catch that either. Yeah, and um, Jason, the monk who ends up being a real yeah. idiot from Jacksonville, he died in the Swanson family safe. That I knew. Yeah. And so I, you know what? Fun. I don't think he's going to end up with the computer robot, Janet. I remembered a name. <clears throat> That's the one thing, because I was watching this. It was like a countdown of things fans probably hoped to see in the last season um, as far as thing, getting stories tied up. And they talked about, you know, the relationship between Eleanor and Chidi and um, Jason and Janet. And I was like, well, both of them can't make it. Logic dictates at the end of a season there has to be a sad couple and a happy couple kind of story. And so that's my prediction. I say Jason um, decides not to go back to Earth. I bet they're like... Here's a new life for you. And like Eleanor and Chidi decide to do it together, but I think Jason will stay back to be with Janet. Really? I love that. I love, I love them She's, and I, I hope I I'm her. wrong. She is so funny. I do She's hope really I'm funny. wrong, but I just kind of feel like, you know, lo- logic dictates because of her role in the universe. Really, when everything's settled, yeah. that's how it should work. But I'm, maybe I'm boring and practical. So I, uh, I didn't notice as much about the talking aspect of this for me. But sitting back and listening to the two of you talk in this weird continual echo makes me think 
make that I'm, makes me feel like I'm going crazy. <laughs> it's that <laughs> weird part, like you, because like time is not, not continually linear, and I'm not really involved in it. I'm just sitting back, like, hey, I'll just watch what they're doing, and it's just echoing. Echo, oh, okay, you turn it off. Yeah, I'm signing out of that. That was weird. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So what else did you watch? Um. What else did I watch this week? Uh, I watched. Uh, oh, Goldbergs! I watched Goldbergs. Man. Yeah, this is why we get along so well, man. Because I fucking love the Goldbergs. Yeah. God, that's such a great show, and it really captures more so than I think like Stranger Things does what it was like when we were growing up. Yeah. That kid fucking likes everything that we like. Did other than making movies, which I made. I have. My parents still in their house have videos that I made when I was that kid's age of we would rent camcorders and I would make videos and shit. Yeah. So Oh, I remember my parents getting their first like home video camera and it was for a VHS tape, I believe. There's something about that size, whatever. And it was huge. Yeah, like huge. it was big. It was you, like eighteen inches long yeah, you get and it had a minutes huge of mic. battery on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it had like four batteries in the case, and case, and you'd have to charge stuff all the time. But it had these special effect buttons, and it was stupid stuff. But I mean, it was so cool for like it had a black and white effect, or like a strobe, like almost photo type uh. effect, and it had a couple other ones where it would like freeze a frame around it. But it was like four things, and you just we me and my cousins we didn't do movies, we did like dance videos, but. Yeah, I was doing, like, uh, roving reporter kind of yeah. videos. Yeah, we did that. Or fake commercials for some reason. <laughs> there was a time in my life when I was 20 and I did the same kind of videos for YouTube. So that's, you think about what you do. I was doing what a six-year-old does. <laughs> I think I was eight. Oh, well, good. <laughs> I was, you know, Adam Goldberg's age. Yeah. yeah. So... This kind of weird tangent. So you were talking about like these big fucking VCRs and or VHS players and shit. So one of the, my fondest memories of growing up, but I had a great childhood. I had you know really good neighbors, really good neighborhood. My parents are fucking killer. Um, you know I've, I'm still friends with two of the people I grew up with. Um, one of my fondest memories is my mom would go to this place called 99 Cent Video, where fucking Rocky Road is located today. Is where we would have went a VCR That's and hilarious. the never ending story was the very first movie I watched on a VCR. And it was, to this day, 40 years old, I fucking remember that shit like it was yesterday. Oh, uh, I do remember renting VCRs and VHS tapes. Yeah, that was a big deal. I was Video Unlimited for one movie, like $380, Video Unlimited <laughs> in Mississippi, for one movie. And it got you to rented a, it in Mississippi? No, no, on Mississippi. Uh, oh, Mississippi oh. In, in okay. I wasn't even... Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's so weird. <laughs> go across and, like, commit crimes, James. <laughs> like, I was... Red like, like, a desert return I was in Duplo, and I was like, well, I'm headed home. Getting porn was more complicated <laughs> right. before the internet. Right. Mississippi's got the right, real porn. So, um... No, but, so, I owned it. It's your turn. Okay, 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 okay yeah, yeah. We were trying to figure out which way to pass the joint. Uh, um, lit. So, yeah, but it's like $380, and I literally, I, I banked on the fact, like, I was like, 
video stores won't last forever, motherfucker. <laughs> and you know, you're no blockbuster. And I did. I just outlasted the collection thing from them because the company itself shut down. I was like, haha, take that. Yeah, dude, I had a video store job. It was one of the, my most fun jobs ever. And there's all like, back then, you know, you get all sorts of weird fucking people and people just looking for a good time. And so they're usually in a pretty good mood. Uh, you know, every once in a while we'd find a dude being off in our porn section, and that is a true story. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's fun, dude. I had cool people work with me. <laughs> we would see all, I get like all the free movies. Like here, these are movies only intended for um, you know the staff to watch, and they'd be out before months before. Oh, yeah, the other <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so they'd have like shit scroll on the bottom, like "Do not put this shit out, or you're gonna go to jail." And then like watch that. I take home posters and shit. I love that job. That's cool. Yeah, Quentin Tarantino worked in a video store, and that's where he like really got his love of movies. Huh. I bet you in like five years, you're gonna be able to make a video store again and make it all niche and rent out. Oh, you can do it now. Yeah, yeah. I think I think maybe you in the right it. neighborhood. Everything that Why that would anybody want to do that again? Well, I yeah, guess you're right. Love Redbox. Yeah, people love Redbox. I can like, still do the Netflix movie by mail thing. Like, really? I didn't know they still do that. I, that's what I, I said. Thought thought but they're like, yeah, we get a movie coming in the mail. It's, it was out like three months ago, but it finally just became due. Like, just going on demand, and you got it like right. instantly. Right. I do. Yeah, I've tried to show my parents that at different times too. I'm like, no, it's every movie ever. It's every TV show. They don't. Yeah, they don't get it. It's. I think it's funny. Uh, is I remember my dad going over to my grandma's house. And trying to show her how to use a VCR. <laughs> now, I'm going over to my dad's house trying to show him how to use a DVR. So what the fuck is our, our kids going to do? What are they going to show us? Like, God damn, dad. Like, you old fuck. What? <laughs> you should know how to do this by now. <laughs> I think I think the thing about really uh, the, the Netflix is I think at a certain point it's overwhelming. You know... Even for me, at times, it's, 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 you're like, I don't know, it's it's like you're guiding through. I feel like it's because at first, it's the whole world at once, and there's no, yeah, yeah, there's no, I, you don't, you're not con- so you limited. Show, yeah, well, you show it to somebody, and they're like, if you've never, if you've never really dealt with that on a regular basis before, you're like, yeah, but I, I just don't know. You know, there's always those things that take me a long time. Yeah. Oh, speaking of a long time. Totally different tangent. This isn't even on the paper, but it made me think of it. What is a movie that everybody's like, watch this fucking movie, and you're going to love it. It's the best thing ever. And you were like, no, I'm not going to watch that movie. And then a long time passes. <coughs> like, I'm not doing like three months. I'm like a relatively long time where you were like, I am standing off in this movie. I know everybody says it's great, but I'm not going to watch it. Is there a movie? Is there one that you know of that you can think of off the top of your heads and we'll start with Nancy seemed very excited about this I have two one I finally saw but it took like 12 years I don't know maybe 15 good because I gotta think about this okay so one was Braveheart Ah. That's a good one. Yeah, well, I heard that for like <laughs> 15 years, and it, it, I was like, it couldn't be that great that I can li- can't live without seeing it, I think, at a certain point subconsciously. But finally, James made me watch it. So 
that one's off the list, I guess, technically, but it did take, like, I don't know. No, it's okay. That's what makes it good is, yeah. that, is that you watched it and you were like, oh, fuck, everything's right. And, I mean, well, <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> really good. So I didn't love it so much because, you know, like, when movies first come out and people love it, they'll rewatch it. Right. I'm never going to probably want to do that with that movie, but it was good. It was funny at the end or whatever with the well, skirt. The th- no, the kilt uh, thing, you know. I'm like, that's oh. part of the movie. That's not the end. The end is very sad. Yeah, sorry. I guess I should have been more specific. It's a long movie. And it's been a long time since I saw it. But the other one, honestly, that everybody says I should see that I've never seen is Dances with Wolves. See? Such a good one. Yeah. You just didn't like movies over three hours, maybe, for... I was hours. a smart kid. I was like, I only have so many teenage years left. I'm not going <laughs> to spend them in a movie theater for three hours. There's, I have to take the bus to get places. That takes enough time. Just imagine, just imagine Avatar, except... With Confederate and Union soldiers and uh, Native Americans instead of blue people. And that is Dances with Wolves. Okay. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, so my parents dragged me to Schindler's List when I was a teenager and Philadelphia. Like, the most depressing fucking movies. Yeah. Take me to a fun movie. Let's go see Christmas Vacation or something. No, we're going to go fucking see Schindler's List in Philadelphia. I love my mom, but that's the kind of movie she takes me to. And like this week, the I other thing I saw that I didn't think to bring up, honestly, was, but my it was my mom's birthday, and so we went to see Judy, which you know the Judy Garland one. Yeah, Renee. She was really, really good as that's Judy. Right I don't want to take anything away from that. The movie itself, it's a depressing. Well, I guess it's a depressing story. So, but it was right up her alley. So, anyways, which movie did you not see? Oh yeah, which one's on your list? I can, this sounds really fucking pretentious, and I, I apologize in advance. This is not who I am. Um, but I took a, I went back to school a couple years ago, and one of the classes I took was like a history of film, and everybody's been talking about Citizen Kane. Right. And That does I, sound very pretentious. It does, I not it? You, uh, I shit, will that's confirm. not the kind of movie I'm in. You know, no, I, I, I will confirm you. You're like, oh, well, let me tell you what I think about... <laughs> But I'm watching this movie through this, like, the filter of who I am. I'm so, this is complete opposite of, you know, the kind of person I am. I'm fucking pop culture. I love that shit. But for this class, I had to watch this movie, and I watched it. And it was really fucking good. It's a really brilliantly made movie. Really well-acted movie. I'm, And I'm really ashamed to say that that is probably it. That and... Um, we had to watch a Charlie Chaplin movie, a silent Charlie Chaplin movie. And I've never thought, like, it was, oh, they're hilarious. But, like, you can't hear anything. Fucking Charlie Chaplin is really fucking brilliant the way that he can make you totally laugh and have a great time just by watching him do funny shit. Like, he didn't need he didn't need to have any sound. So those are two of the ones super pretentious. I apologize. But that is what it is. I couldn't think of anything else. Interesting. Huh. I, I can pick two off the top of my head. Um, number one being Frozen. I resisted watching Frozen for a very, very... Listen, I have no little girls. I have nieces and everything. Um, but I resisted watching Frozen, which is weird because I love Disney. And I was I'm like, surprised at that. Yeah, I was like, it cannot be as good as I thought it was going to be. I probably waited two to three years. Like, right before I went to Disney World, I was like, fine, I'll watch Frozen. Like, no, they made... They they actually did a thing called Olaf's Christmas Adventure, and I watched oh, yeah, that. I that. Yeah, I watched that first. I was like, oh, I get it. Olaf's an idiot. I'll watch that movie. <laughs> Olaf's in the Frozen? Yeah, and then I watched it. 
great fucking movie. It is a great movie. Really um, near my top, very top of my Disney favorite list. And then the <laughs> second one uh, is Being John Malkovich. Oh, I love that movie. Being John Malkovich is those movies that was like, you should watch Being John Malkovich. I'm like, ah. And then you, you would just see parts of it. And like, like I, watch, I watch obscure movies. You know, I, Two Guys and a Girl with Robert Downey Jr. A few, I've watched a lot of random obscure movies. That one just made me go, I don't want to watch that. I know I should. All artsy people say they fucking love that movie. I'm going to watch it. And then one day I was like, fine. I got in my head. I was like, I want to watch Being John Malkovich. And then I got to the end of it. And it had been out for like a decade at least. And I'm like, fuck, man. That was a really good movie. (laughs) And now I got to like tell everyone. And I did. Like the people who recommended it. I was like, you remember... Nine years ago, and you said, hey, do you, you should see me drop out, which, or even worse, be, when yeah. people ask, you've seen that, and you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. Being John Malkovich is a good movie. Don't ask me any details about it. And you've been doing that for nine years. I was like, you know, I did that for Godfather for a very long time. Oh, man. Godfather, favorite movie. Oh, my goodness. So, and so that's funny because you actually led me to another one. Uh, I, for the longest time, didn't want to watch Godfather 2. Like, I love Godfather 1, but Godfather 2 is like four fucking hours long. Right. Yeah. And my parents like, you got to watch it. I'm like, nah, nah. And probably took me a good five years to watch that movie. And it, that movie is incredible. It's like, I, I, I told you early in the week that I think everything's amazing. I say amazing a lot. Yes. That legitimately is an amazing movie. Godfather 2. Hmm. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, fucking watch it. See. I like the Godfather series in general. Yeah, I, like, good, I mean, I like mobsters. Yeah, I like the one with the Christian Slater. What the Christian Slater oh. mobsters? Yes, I don't know what that you is. You never saw that movie? No. Where he played Lucky Luciano? Huh. Yeah. Oh, what's it called? Mobsters. It was really uh, called Mobsters. Oh, I think I do vaguely remember that. Yeah, it was a it was a pretty decent. Mob movie and uh, the guy from Camp by Me, Patrick Dimmy Dimsey, uh-huh. played uh, his Jewish friend that they ended up building the mob. Luckily, John built it with, and I wish I would remember his name. But it's a really good movie. It's a really enjoy, enjoyable movie. Interesting. I know other people say Casino. And other movies, great movies like that. I pick weird monster movies. I like. What's your favorite Christian Slater movie? We're on this weird fucking tangent because I mm. I think I love Christian Slater movies, especially from like the nineties and shit. I, there was mine's easy. Mine's you easy first. too. You first. Mine's gonna be Gleaming the Cube. It's, okay. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. It's Christian Slater as a uh, skateboarder, and his adopted Korean brother gets murdered by some like Korean gangsters. I haven't seen that. Yeah, and Christian Slater's a fucking uh, skateboarder. He's like <laughs> right out of. Uh, High school, and the kid was young, and it's a stupid fucking movie, but it's a good movie. Have you seen that? No. That's 1A. I, I can guarantee my 1B is probably the same as yours. What is yours? It's obvious. It's Heather's. Oh, no. Yes. I love Heather's, too. I, oh. He's, he's I, that was not obvious at all, huh? No. <laughs> uh, and yeah. That's a, he's a, this is the thing about him. He's so underrated, but I can think of like all these cool fucking... I love Heather's. I that's can't think one, of an, one seat. another guy from that genre, that decade that could have played that role, and yeah. I would have enjoyed it as much, or he wouldn't have come back. I mean, he was creepy. I get it. He was the bad guy, but like there was a good... 
He was a good role for him. I don't know. See, I would want to say Interview with the Vampire, but mm. he didn't do much in Interview with the Vampire, except at the very beginning, and then he drove a car. So I'm not going to give it to Interview with the Vampire, which, as my favorite Christian Slater movie, I'm going to go really weird, and actually my favorite Christian Slater movie is Cuffs. Cuffs? <laughs> I love Cuffs. I will, if I, that comes on, I will watch Cuffs. It's, is it ever on? No. <laughs> I can't imagine it's ever. I, and I don't, I don't, I don't really watch any other channels and cable except my like my news channels and like very specific, basic like regular antenna TV. That's all I have cable for. It's not like I'm ever on USA anymore. I have no idea what's happening there. So no, I, I if it uh, there's no place in my life where it could just randomly. It's not going to start playing on my phone. So I don't know why some people like me who don't watch live TV on a regular basis even use that expression. If it's on, I watch it. It's only on if you choose it. It goes back <laughs> yeah, to Netflix. Actually, yeah, go and choose right. Cuffs. Like, I that's it's hard Cuffs to do. Kind of day. I love Cuffs, but I love when it comes on. But there are times <laughs> where I'm like, if it was on, it was on Netflix right now. I'm like, I can't watch it now. I have to be in a Cuffs mood. But it's definitely. But the mood is only when it randomly shows up. I know it's already playing. Who knows? Preferably like a third of the way in. <laughs> Maybe it's no longer my favorite Christian Slater movie. I don't know. There's so many great ones. For you me. guys remember Pump Up the Volume? Yeah, I so can't the other one I think was thinking about. remember yeah. other movie names right now. Yeah, Pump Up the Volume. That's one bead to Gleaming the Cube. Because one, killer fucking soundtrack. That soundtrack that they put out was really, really good. Um, but just a cool fucking movie and really ahead of its time. This dude is, you know, has his own pirate radio station. And he's telling kids who are being... Robin Hood, yeah. Prince of Thieves. What? He was in fucking Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves with was Kevin really? Costner. Yeah. Yes, he was. Oh, he was, wasn't he? So was Morgan Freeman. Yeah. No, Prince of, that's I guarantee Nancy's going to read a list, and I bet we like a lot no, of these. Yeah, I bet you. So what's funny about Robin Hood, I, I, people shit on that movie, and I liked it, which is weird. Like, it's not, a, you look at it now, and it's a shitty fucking movie, but I liked it. It was fun. Kevin Costner was back in that, like, I just... Pulled out Dance with Wolves, and now I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want to. Yeah, yeah. There, there was a time in his life where Kevin oh. Costner just liked being outside. I felt like, and he's like, <laughs> he's no, not. He's in <laughs> Yellowstone. That's his show, <laughs> right? They're like, they're like, they're like, sir, what kind of movie you want to make? He's like, I don't know where you film it. They're like, we're the giant prairie. He's like, let's do, <laughs> let's do that one. We're in a cornfield. Done. Sign me up. Everything Kevin Costner took, he's in the middle of nowhere. Even the movie where he, I mean, that those those were his roles. <coughs> Waterworld. Wyatt wasn't he Wyatt Earp at one point? Yes, he was. Yeah, Young Guns. Oh, another great Christian Slater movie. Young Guns too, though, right? Yes. Young Guns. That's another one. Like that's, that's I good, love yeah. Young Guns. Yeah. Kiefer Sutherland in that movie is so great. Uh. <coughs> so you okay? okay. <laughs> uh, favorite oh Alex Winters movies go I did not uh, I didn't even smoke I'm, <laughs> that was really drinking a soda <laughs> it happens to the best of us well I'm alive I'm okay I'm good <laughs> alright moving on from Christian Slater but we will have to revisit we should, yeah. let's revisit this cause, yeah uh, that was highly underrated. And yeah. he's in uh, Mr. Robot, which is another one of those shows that everybody's like, you got to watch Mr. Robot. I'm like, who the 
fuck has time to watch it? But everybody who watches it says it's an amazing fucking show. And it has a dude from uh, the Queen movie. Which is, I can't think of it because I'm really fucking high right now. I guarantee you there's another show that he used to do that he was on that I enjoy too. Because I enjoy things that Christian Slater is in. He's been on a couple TV shows that I will watch. You know who else I will watch if it's there in a movie or on a TV show? Bradley fucking Whitford. Which is why I watched that one about the church. Perfect Harmony. On NBC. Oh, the show? Yeah. yeah. Bradley Whitford, I will watch. That's obscure. I have no idea who that is. Oh, he's from West Wing. Oh, did you watch the West Wing? No, you didn't watch the West Wing. Oh. I don't have time for that shit. You have must watch it. No, I'm just kidding. So there's uh, only ten well, yeah. seasons. That dude, yeah, yeah. Would you fucking say he was from uh, Happy? Uh, was it uh, Happy Go? No, it was Billy Madison. Billy Madison. Yes, that's the reference. He was in Billy Madison. I'm like, uh, I know that motherfucker. He is he a like, He played Josh in uh, in one of the best written TV shows with where fucking. Uh, uh, there's an awesome president, Jeb Bartlett. He played Josh for nine years, and he, that's the that's the reference you need. Yes, or the, you probably would have the cabin, cabin in, in the, the woods. woods. Okay, there you go. He was, yeah, yeah. <coughs> yeah. No, maybe he said Billy Madison. I would have known instantly. Interesting. <clears throat> that would make sense. Um, okay, so. I have not. I shout. I, we did a. We did a live video. We did a live video earlier in the show before the show for our pre-smoke thing. That yes. We, we try something new. So, and we've smoked this on the show, but I haven't had time to stop and do a shout out yet. Uh, this is from Cinderella ninety nine. It is 98. from Reefer Madness out off of I seventy in Colorado. You'll see the big sign. It's. It says Reefer Madness. It's really good. I go there a lot. The prices are good. I specifically told them what I was doing. I was like, so I just need to be up and like giggly and high. And they're like, oh yeah, man, do this one. So uh, that was pretty good. Go check them out. Uh, I relatively go back to them on a pretty regular basis. So, um, but we we ran this. We ran through this show. I mean, this was a good, solid, continual show. We ran, yeah. We ran a good hour. Unless you guys are thinking about things that you really want to talk about, we can start doing our wind down, which could take a few minutes. Yeah, so if we're going to go on our outline, we'd be talking about serial killers right yeah. now. So yeah. I think we're going to leave that for probably another day. That's, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure next week. Yeah. Well, we're closer to serial- Halloween. Yeah, you know, yeah, serial killers, closer to Halloween. There's a crazy story coming out of uh, fucking California and Texas that yeah. we'll talk all about next week. Didn't we want to... We had a review. Oh, we did have a review. Yes. Do you think you can read the review? Or I can read the review, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, this is a review that we got. We got... So, um, my parents apparently are avid listeners to our show, which is cool as fuck. So, uh, my dad gave me a really great review. So, <coughs> I thought uh, it'd be fun for James to read it. Especially since we're fucking blazing shit. It might be fun to try to... Navigate my father's words. All right. So, a few thoughts. Last week, we turned on the old podcast. Got some cherry turnovers that Mrs. Retiree prepared, ready to enjoy during the podcast. Turned on the podcast and heard, among other things, fuck a lot. Plus, we heard a lot of funny things and other information that is helpful to the average pot user, such as Mrs. Retiree and myself. Mystery retiree. 
So anyway, we sit down on our easy chair, pull up the podcast on YouTube, and settled in with a retiree doobie and some Dorothy from Good Kim on Islip. Nice. Shout out to Good Kim. Uh, promotion. <laughs> that was great. That was Hopefully probably, you got paid for that. That was a much smoother promotion than even some of the times that we promoted. So, um, it was a pretty good show. Pretty good. Yeah. Come on, Dad. Give me. You're my fucking dad. Say that was like the most amazing show you've ever heard. Especially when we talked about a good shout out to Good Kim, and I like the practice of. Using bullet point oriented show. Oh. <laughs> you talk yeah, about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, We're, we are very pro bullet points here. At Nancy is too. The yes. only reason it goes the way it does is because I'm the one who sits behind the computer. <laughs> <laughs> they love bullet points and I try to follow them. It keeps them right here. He's gonna. It keeps the show moving and prevents against dead air. And don't we all hate dead air? I hate dead air, especially in the morning, getting out of bed. <laughs> Anyway, just like now, when you forgot about the fact that we had prepared some cherry turnovers, we also forgot about them. So there they were, as you were signing off 60 minutes later. 60. Still sitting on the counter. What did I say? 16. 16. <laughs> it was really funny the first 16 minutes. You should. It sucks, right? 17 after is usually where the show starts falling down. No, they listened to the whole thing. And on the counter, still uncooked, were the cherry turnovers. So good, uh, so good show. P.S. What about music? And I did. I had read this earlier, which I wanted, made me think about what about music. There are a few things that, like, listen, we do a show where... Copyright's very important on a lot of things, or you know, people's controlling their music. So we yeah. we will try to get music on. We know music people. I know music people. Dave knows music people. Nancy is the lead singer of Heart. So <laughs> I'm surprised we don't play more of that. But <laughs> um, we will. I, I agree. Music is fun. We're going to try to get some music in here. You know, we'll write songs if we have to. Um, but yeah. Uh, any final thoughts, Nancy? Oh no, not <laughs> this time. I'm super blazed. That's so my right. thoughts are talk to you next week. Excellent. Serial killers. <laughs> oh, now we have a subject. And Dave, I'm gonna try to do the shout out. Do you want to? Do you want to do them, or do you well, want me to try to do this? Okay. Are you talking about the yeah, uh, social media? I'm gonna try to do the reading of the social <laughs> media. If you're all right with that, go for it. All right, all right. Do you have anything to say interesting before I? Oh, I have a lot to say, just nothing interesting. Okay, well, that's 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 why we have this show. <laughs> that's our tagline. A lot to say, but nothing interesting. All right. Sponsored by Rocky Road. If there's nowhere else, there's Rocky Road. Rocky Road, we're open really late. Um, For the record, I love Rocky Road. So. <laughs> Santori's calling me. What I like their ice cream. We're still on the show. Yeah, we'll get to them. So this is this is the part where we promote everything that you can find us on. You can find us on Twitter at high pod high podcast podcast high podcast Twitter at high podcast. Use your NPR voice for the rest of this. You can find us on Twitter at high podcast. We can find us on Instagram at mile high podcast. Our emails are redbeard at milehighpodcast.net. James at milehighpodcast.net and the milehighpodcast at gmail.com. 
subscribers, you can go to Vimo at Mile High Podcast. Or Venmo. Venmo. Vimo. Venmo. <laughs> or you can go to Vimo or Patron. Yeah, Patron. Give us your money. Patron, Vimo. Well, I mean, you can go there. Google's going to say, did you mean Venmo? That's so that's what, what I mean. you're going to do. Cares? Just start typing it in. They know what you want. If you hit Ben, I'm sure it'll take you right to where you need to go. And buys it to Vim. Um, <laughs> I did notice, Dave, that you fixed... Net. I did. This one. I no, almost didn't. I really see, and I and I was prepared. I was looking. I was like, I was like, ah, I'm not gonna be fall for that again. And then I saw the net, and then I wasn't sure what I was supposed to say. So, um, yeah, it was fun. I think we. I think we had an interesting show today. I'm gonna be intrigued to hear it back. I find it funny that the first time we did a uh, microphone over the phone thing was when the microphone was turned off so we'll so it probably won't come out at all so it might be like five minutes of that dead air that my dad hates so much <laughs> oh it, no even better it will be a one-sided conversation yeah it'll just be us talking and just like charlie brown's teachers if this was turned on i'm sure it would sound the same way if you have lunch with a group and that one person is sitting there and they answer their phone and everybody can hear the talking but not what's being said Mike's the guy at the end of the table where, like, you, you're eating at a sushi restaurant. There were three seats on one side, and your friend had to sit on the other side. And he's like, sorry, dude, we're just really hungry for sushi. And he's yelling at the background. He's like, hey, I'm, I'm part of your conversation, too, guys. And we're like, yeah. <laughs> of course, Yay. Of course you are. So, that, yeah, that was uh, our eighth episode. We got a couple more as the season goes yeah, on. Yeah, we have a, a guest, uh, Chris Pace, who uh, used to do a bunch of podcasts and a bunch of new stuff for Qdoba when we worked together there. Um, and we're going to have a horror-themed, Halloween-themed show. It'll be a couple of days right before Halloween. Uh, we're, but I think we're biggest uh, focus right now is we're coming up with some really cool content for Season 2. Yeah. Uh, we have some really cool guests lined up. Maybe if Centauri would get his shit together and get down here, we'd love to have him on. Right. Uh, we have guests talking about Harry Potter. We have guests that are promoting wrestling leagues. We have tattoo artists coming up. I'm taking James to go see his first heavy metal concert. Uh, yes. Uh, so we have a bunch of shit. Even when the season ends, we're going to have some, you know, a couple of weird episodes, uh, just one-offs to uh, keep you guys going yeah. into season two. We, we have some sporadic Yay. things. Yeah, it'll be, it's going to be interesting. Keep keep an eye out here and on the Facebook page and coming soon, a web page. Maybe. Maybe. So. so, DW, not great at keeping around for podcasts, but excellent with web pages. Yeah, he's our web guy. So, uh, all right, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be back next week. We're talking about serial killers and whatever else we didn't get off of Dave's Bullet Parties. <laughs> this has been the Mile High Podcast, and uh, thank Good you night. for tuning in. Thank you for listening to the Mile High Podcast. Contact us at themilehighpodcast.com. That's themilehighpodcast.com.